Again, just to say welcome, it really is good if this is your first Sunday here with us. You're um, really welcome, hope you feel at home. Right, Nick and Motti, it says, let's do this. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, Nick and Motti people, come on. <laughs> Um, so we want to um, just take this morning to um, honour Nicomotti and all that they have served and loved us as a family here at Gateway over many years. Um, they've been part of the church now for about 13 years, 12, 12 years. I should do a bit more research. But, um, and Nick has been elding part of the eldership team now for about six years. Just say yes, seven. <laughs> Doesn't time fly? <laughs> Um, and these guys have just been such a blessing to us as a church. And um, there's been a restaurant that is also shutting in Swindon. Many of you won't have known of this restaurant, but it's called Motti's. And um, Friday nights at Motti's have been some of the, one of the best restaurants. If you couldn't get a table, it's really hard to actually get a table at this restaurant. But I'm sorry, it's shut now. And if you want a ticket, it's moved to Seattle. So um, if you can get a Friday night at Motti's in Seattle... Um, go for it. But these guys have just been such a blessing to us as a church and a community over many years. And it's right, I, I just totally believe it's right that we honor you guys this morning, take time just to um, recognize who you are in God and what you have brought to us. And just, <laughs> Nick, uh, sorry, Phil, there was, a, I had a line for this. And I know that, so many of you will know that Nick works for Amazon, and that's why these guys are heading off, because as happens in a small country like Amazon, you jump around, you move ship, you get headhunted, um, and then you get sent back home not long afterwards. Um, but, um, so Nick, Nick doesn't work for Gateway, but he's been an amazing blessing to us, and, and these guys have given of themselves over many years to loving and serving. Phil, don't go through until I say... And so I just got a couple of photos because I know the question has been over these last six or seven years, I'm probably right to be honest, um, what does Nick do? And so I want to tell you what Nick and Motti bring to us as a team. Here we go. Yep, that's about right. <laughs> Next one, Phil. So this was we had a team weekend away together and this is, you know when we say we're there for one another's success? I was just talking about this last week. Well, we just sit on mobile phones and ignore one another. <laughs> Um, well, actually, Nick and Motti do. Sarah's there ready to chat. Next one, Phil. Um, let's not worry about that one. Um, this is what Nick brings to the team. I'm just trying to give you a real good picture. Next one, Phil. Um, Nick was saying to Al, we must investigate other faiths, and we, we, need, we, need to know that Jesus, we need to know that Jesus is Lord, so let's investigate. Al was very compliant. Nick, okay, this, let's stay on this one for a moment. Nick is there for others' success. Okay, that might look like all right posture, but what happens after that is just a total mess. Um, and so Nick is there for my success in winning. It's brilliant. It's a bit like Callum with the table tennis lunchtime league we have. He's there for my success. Um, so I just, Nick models and embodies there for one another's success on the pool table. Uh, next, Phil, thanks. Oh, yeah, they just bound themselves to us guys and loved us. Um, go on, Phil, go again. Okay. So, so one of the things about Nick, if you don't know, is that Nick is 
all over the world, all of the time. And when he arrives back home, he often complains about the weather and it being cold and, you know, jet lag and this, that and the other. And so this is a typical evening that we have as a team together where Nick just wraps up. Um, Phoebe said, is that hobo Nick? <laughs> when she saw the picture the other day, yes, it is Phoebe. Um, next, Phil. Oh, okay. So we want to be a church that celebrate the diversity among us. We love diversity. We love the diversity of God's people, that God is building a diverse people. And in case you didn't realize, Nick and Motti are Nigerian. And, and they love to dance. You may not have known it. You may just see the odd kind of like, I won't even do that because it would just be awkward as anything. But um, sometimes you may see them jig. But when in Nigeria, actually this was Center Parks, but this is actually what the real Nick and Motti are like if they were ever to be let loose on a Sunday morning. Um, and it's infectious, as you will see. Fortunately, I was behind the camera at this point. But Phil, can you just roll this video for a moment? Wait for it, it builds. I'm sorry for the self-indulgence, but... Um, oh, by the way, Nick, if you need some photos for Amazon, I'm happy to build Amazon. Um, I've got some really nice headshots of you guys. Um, um, these guys have just brought so much fun and life to us. And that song, Every Praise, Callum, we nearly made you sing it this morning um, just for these guys. And so if you want to get your iPad out and look it up, we're, we're open to it. Um, so here's my call. Hey... Those who love to dance among us, in Nicomotti's absence, this is what we need, okay? And it doesn't just have to happen in a room somewhere at some point in time. Come on, let's be people who love to dance before God. And if that's you and you and your core, when you come, dance. Right, that's what I'm going to say on that. Um, these guys have been such a blessing to us as a church and personally and as a team. And these moments are always, um, they're, they're a happy, sad moment where we send people on their way. And actually just taking time to, to honor them, recognize um, the fun and friendship and laughter that they've brought to us and the love for God's people. And the love for God um, is absolutely the right thing to do this morning. We want to be a people who, who give ourselves away to God to see his glory come. And that looks like all kinds of things. I just want to remind you, um, Phil, if you can go to the next photo, this was the team not that many years back that led Gateway. Um, and we love this photo as a team, by the way. It's just it's one that we kind of go like, oh, yeah, that was a really precious moment. Um, and as you know, we sent Simon and Fiona and the kids um, to Biggin Hill about three and a bit years ago now. Um, and they are doing super well there. Um, it's great seeing them every so often as we just go and travel and um, be among us as a family of churches. Um, Simon really does send his greetings to you, by the way. Um, I'm sure Fiona would, but she wasn't there. Um, 
Mark and Jackie in the middle there. You'll remember that just over two years ago now, uh, no, two and a half years ago, we sent Mark and Jackie, January 2017, um, to serve Apex Church on the Isle of Wight to lead there. And they're doing so well as well. Um, and it's good just to remind us, we, Katie, you said it this morning, it's good just to take moments to remind ourselves of what God has done for us in Christ. Amen. But it's also good just to remind ourselves of what God has done with us as a community and how he likewise is moving us and orchestrating his kingdom and plans. And, and he's, he's not a static God, he's ascending God. And we want to do the same. And it's not just about going to other towns or going to the nations or, or just moving around with work. But for each one of us to ask ourselves, what does it look like for God for me to give myself away for you, for your glory, for your people, for your kingdom come? It's a question that we should shape our lives around. And what it means, though, for us is it means that nothing stays the same. Because God says, if you really want to give yourselves away, if you really say, God, here I am, use me, send me, he will. And stuff changes over time. So for us as a team, this, is, this was such a precious time. And, and we love this um, photo. We've just given a copy of it to Nick and Motti to put on their wall. Um, I, I reckon it's going to be one of those photos that if any of us go to visit, they dust it off and put it up on the wall <laughs> above their mantelpiece. But... Um, um, but to us, this is just such a fond memory of God's faithfulness to us. That God is with us, that even in the sending and the multiplying and even in the giving away, that actually there's a story you get to share. And it's a story at the end of the day, it's a story where we say, God, we love you and we love one another. And we're thankful for the friendships that you've given us in this adventure that you have called us into. When all is said and done, love the Lord your God and love one another. And, and so these moments, are, are they're right to, um, to feel the emotion of them. We've actually, for in a moment, we bought um, a load of tissues because you guys are going to need them in a minute. Um, the Apostle Paul, in his ministry journey, knew what the cost of following Jesus was on mission. Not just making friendships, but literally what it looked like to invest yourself, to give yourself to a community, heart, soul, blood, sweat, tears, to pour your life into a community. And it wasn't just Paul as a leader in the church. It was Paul, a guy who had encountered the grace of God and how God had given himself, his life, his blood, his sweat, his tears into his people to rescue and save and bring the good news that God loves. And it's right that we model that to one another. And, and, and Paul, he recognized that there's a, you, you give of your emotions to a community. You don't just attend a community and a people, your family. You give of yourself to them. And in Acts 20, I just want to remind us of this scripture. Um, sorry, one moment. Um, when Paul's in, in um, Macedonia and he, he's moving on from being with these guys. And he says this um, in Acts 20. And now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel, and you yourselves know that these hands ministered to my necessities and to those who were with me. In all these things, I have shown you that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, it is more blessed to blessed to give than to receive and when he had said these things he knelt and prayed with them all and that's his friends that's his church community that he had invested himself into and there was much weeping on the part of all 
They embraced Paul and kissed him, being sorrowful, sorrowful most of all because of the word he had spoken that they would not see his face again. And they accompanied him to the ship. I'm pretty confident we will see you guys again. This is not a funeral. Um, but it is a moment of happiness at God moving and sending and growing. Um, when Nicomotti, um first said to Emma and I that they were off, they actually weren't asking what we thought of it. They just told us. Um, and why did I say that? I probably It's probably a complaint, if I'm being honest. Um, and... And we were sat um, Old Town Thai, um, and they said to us, we're going. And in that moment, you just feel like your heart drops from, out, from within you. But when uh, a few months later, we were talking with Steve when Steve Oliver was last here. And he said to me, he said, don't just release them to go. He said, go with them. Go with them to Seattle. He said, being a, an apostolic people looks like you go with people. Not just when people are planting churches. Not just when um, it's kind of like I'm moving to go and work in the nations. But... For kingdom exploit, you, you send and you go with people in mission. And so as these guys go into this next season of their mission, by the way, remember, work is kingdom, okay? And as these guys go and serve Amazon and settle in Seattle and build new friendships and, and, and discover a new church community that's there waiting for them, we're going with them. And so we want to celebrate them as they go. We want to hear reports back. We want to, different ones of us to go and visit and invade their space and just maintain Love and friendship, because that's what it looks like. And we know we're going to see these guys again in God. And, but there is a sadness, and that's just that point in Paul's journey. just says it's, it's, actually, it's absolutely fine to recognize these are happy, sad moments. I recognize that for lots of you, you might not know Nicomotti, and you're not feeling particularly sad at all. Saying, ah, do you know what? Another parking place in the car park? Good. Um, <laughs> but in this... What I want to say is that actually we're a community together. We're a family of God together. And as these guys go, as we send them, as we go with them in this, as we celebrate and thank God for all they have served and loved us with, we want to invite others in in the next stage. And maybe for you guys who are new, you're saying, I want to be like Paul. I want to give my blood, sweat, tears and heart into this people here on God's mission here. For however long I'm here, whether it be two months, two years, or 20 years, I want to give myself. And we want to say, you're so welcome. And we would love to serve and help release you into your part among God's people here in Gateway. So, um, Nicomotti, why don't you just come and um, tell us off for, or say whatever you want to share. Come and build us up, I mean. Um, just come and look. Let's welcome Nicomotti as they come. Um, so, I, seriously, I said to Nick um, just the other day, I said, Nick, why don't you and Motti just take 10, how long have we got? We've got ages. Um, just take 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes, I think I said, and just share with us um, parting words of encouragement and just what's on your heart for us as a church. So, thanks, guys. Um, right, so I, I haven't, um, to be honest with you, I haven't written anything down or spent a lot of time thinking about what I'm going to say or a speech or a preach or anything like that. Um, I just thought I'll come and talk with you and I'll come and share what, what's on my heart for Gateway and what God has been teaching us over the last uh, 12 and a half years. So you're partly right. It's not 13, it's not 12, it's 12 and a half. So... Um, you know, I thought I'd come and share what God has been showing us and 
teaching us. I'll share a bit about me to give that some context. Um, and then I'll have a couple of asks uh, for Gateway. But I haven't written this down, so, um, and I don't have a particular structure. We'll know in about five to 10 minutes if that's a mistake or not. Um, yeah, but even as I sat here this morning, I, I recognize again what's really special about Gateway. I recognize that actually, you know, there is such a presence of God in this place. There is such a, a prophetic power at work in this place. And so when I think about my, you know, my journey in, in Gateway, um, the prophetic is key in all of that. Last time I was standing up here and sharing with you, I think it was last time, right? I talked about, you know, um, that we're going to Seattle and why we're going to Seattle. And what I shared with, with the church was that really it was a, uh, a culmination of the fulfillment of a number of prophetic words. There was a prophetic word that was spoken over me 15 years ago that was fulfilled in Gateway. And so Gateway for me was a place where the prophetic was fulfilled. The prophetic I'd carried for so long was fulfilled in this place. And then there were prophetic words that were brought to us here in Gateway. And those prophetic words were fulfilled. And one of them is being fulfilled as we move to Seattle. So this is a place, and you, know, you stood up here and you, you talked a lot about, you know, you welcomed Rodney. You talked about Janet next week and, you know, you, you recognize the importance of the prophetic. And so for me, um, I would like to encourage this body to recognize the voice of God, to be eager and expectant to hear the voice of God and to be ready to react to what God is saying with faith. Because that's where the power is released. Amen? So for me, one of the things, I, my reflections of, of uh, being in Gateway is, is the, the prophetic and the power of the prophetic and, and the words and prophetic prayer, etc. Um, a bit of context, I became born again uh, when I was a, a you know, teenager back in a lovely country called Nigeria in a place called Lagos. And um, I, I came to faith with, because there was a, you know, a bunch of really cool kids that I thought, you know, I admired and they were having lots of fun and they, they were in this, you know, they like, it looked like they were having a party and then they spoke to me about Christ and I thought, oh, I love some of that. I love some of that peace and some of that joy and some of that release. And they spoke about hell, actually. Um, yeah, they talked about heaven and hell. Um, but I, I came to Christ not from a, a fear, you know, an avoidance of hell but recognizing a God of love and grace and mercy. Amen? And I, and I had this joy in my heart, this effervescent flow. And then I started to go to, I mean, I went to university and I really didn't, you know, uh, follow God as such. Um, I met my wife who, one of the first things she did was took me to a Baptist church in our university um but then i came back to know i you know came back to god rededicated my life and then i really became immersed in church work in london and i i got so immersed in church work and serving in church and being a minister and deacon etc that i actually forgot at some point about the grace i i'd lost that you know, essence of the grace and the love and the mercy of God. 
and I got into a performance mode. Yeah, it was about what I did for God and how I did for God and how I served God and his people, etc. And I came to Gateway and Gateway broke that. Yeah? So I came back to a place of understanding the grace and the mercy and the favor and the unmerited, unwarranted, undeserved performance, not, not performance-linked grace, mercy, favor of God. And Gateway did that. So Gateway is a church... It's a church, and, we, and today we were singing about Christ. We were singing about the work on the cross. We were thinking about it. And today, again, I was reminded this is what I love about this body. We recognize that it's not by power or might, but by his spirit. And it's not by our efforts, but it's by his grace and it's by his finished work. Amen? And that's what's special about this church, people, and cherish it. But you know, the other thing that is awesome is. Every time I come to church, almost every time, God speaks to Muti and I beforehand or he speaks to me in the week and then he speaks again and it's the same thing. Oh, we have a prayer meeting before service and God speaks and then he speaks again and there's a thread and I, he, his voice resonates through this church. God is here. Because it was just, was it yesterday or day before yesterday, I was speaking to Moti about what I was going to share and I said, you know, I'm reminded of Paul. And I'm reminded of exactly what you, were, you just shared, Colin. But from, you know, there is a call in, 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 as, with Paul as an example of somebody who understood grace, right? He understood mercy. He understood the favor of God. He taught us on grace and how to live by grace. A lot of the books that we read were penned by Paul, right? But what, if we look at the, Paul, the life of Paul, Paul was a man who sacrificed for the gospel, who was committed to the gospel. So the knowledge and the, and the, and the, you know, the knowledge of the grace of God did not distract from actually the realization that we are all here for purpose and God has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us within his kingdom and God calls us to get on with it. So when you, uh, Colin, when you, you know, talked about come and be part of what God is doing here. Come and play your part. That's my first ask of you, Gateway Church. Individually, play your part in God's plans and purposes for, this, for his kingdom in Swindon, for this church. Commit to, I've, I've been coming to Gateway, I've been an elder. It's, it's been a, I want to thank you very much for the joy it's brought me. It's not been a burden to be an elder here. Yeah? It's, it's been challenging at times and it's demanded sacrifice, but it's been filled with joy. And I want to thank you. So my first ask is that, and you, you said, you, you, know, you, you spoke the words. The other thing, I was, I was going to talk about Paul and you've covered that as an example. And the other thing I was going to say that Jesus said to us, these are, you know, someone asked him, what are the, what's the most important commandment? And he said, the first is, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind, all your strength, everything, all your being. And love your neighbors as yourself. And that's my, I would, what's the word? Um, give me a word, Colin. Charge, not charge, it's another word. I, 
Sorry? Uh, well, I don't know. I would encourage you to <laughs> exhort you to love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and your strength and all your mind and all your finances, your checkbook and, and your time and everything. Not because your salvation depends on it, but because perhaps the salvation of others depends on it. The kingdom of God, the advancement of the kingdom of God depends on everybody playing their part and strengthening the whole body. That's what the Bible teaches us. So my first ask is, you know, do your part. Be part of this body. Um, I love and cherish this body. Gateway. And then the second thing, is that what I was going to get? Have I forgotten anything? Have I? No? <laughs> Uh, the second thing I want to ask, can I ask the elders to please stand up? Yeah. Right. Colin, can you please stand? Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm off, so I can, you know. He's the boss. He's, he leads this team, right? Yeah, so he's my boss, but now I have, I have, the, I have the microphone. <laughs> so you were showing all those pictures, right? It's payback time. No, no. Some of those pictures, I didn't actually know they were being taken. You know, I'd come back from a long journey. I was huddled up. Ah, how could you? <laughs> it, it was in your house, dude. It was in your house. You allowed me to be photographed in your house. In that, guys, I, these are my brothers. They're my. We, truly, we have been a band of brothers. We've been brothers. I love. I love these these guys. Um, my second ask is, look after these guys. Make ministry a joy for these guys. Whatever it takes, commit yourselves as a body to, to look after these guys. Because being on the eldership team, I know sometimes what the cost is to lead God's people. Yeah? I know what the cost is. And so I would exhort you, Gateway, to love and cherish your elders, to support your elders, to make life enjoyable. And you didn't ask me to do this, so you can yeah. You know, to serve this church and to serve the elders that lead it. If not, it's a nine and a half hour flight back from Seattle. <laughs> And I'm coming to get you. Thank you very much. Now I wish I'd gone first. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have anything that profound to say. Um, I just, first of all, want to say thank you so much, family. Um, it's been a pleasure to be a part of Gateway. Um, and I didn't really know I was going to say something until a couple of days ago. And I thought, what would I share? But I thought I would just, you know, like uh, Nick said, I'll, I'll just pick what's on my heart. And while I was packing up, um, as you guys know, when I bring something, it's always, you know, God said this to me while I was walking or doing something. And um, as I was packing boxes and... Um, I was told several times, you can't take electrical goods, the, the um, movers. 
you mustn't take that because it wouldn't work. And I'll be like, how about that one? You can't take that. And the amount of times that they told me, you can't move that, you can't take that. And in my head, I was thinking, surely if I pack that, I'm sure if I plug it, it just might work, you know. And the more I did it, the more I kept thinking, what, what is that about? It was really hard to let go of things, even things that I knew were not going to be useful to me in the next stage. And I felt God tell me, <laughs> that's a bit like a Christian walk. It's a bit like that. One of the hardest things for us to do is to transform, to be transformed. I know it's part of our journey of um, justification. It's how it's meant to be. But we really do struggle with letting go. And I just felt like if I was going to say that, it's, it would be that. And... Um, uh, yeah, so I just really feel like God is saying to us as a body in this time to allow ourselves, in fact, he says it in the Bible, to allow yourself to be transformed, to be transformed, to allow God to take hold. And, you know, when you have that prompting of the Holy Spirit, in our heads, we're thinking when the Holy Spirit says, forgive, you're thinking, um, not that one, not that one. If only I just held on to this, I might still get the answer. The thing is, I learned a very long time ago, and I think it really helped me. I listened to a teach a while back that said, the kingdom of God is not a democracy. But we tend to think it is. The kingdom of God is not a democracy. It's not really about what I think or what I think would happen or it's about what God says. So if he says do this and this and you think I can just get away with that, you won't, we won't get the results, we won't get the power, we won't get, we have the grace, we have the love of God, but the things that we expect, the outcomes might not be exactly the same. So I just really feel like this morning God is calling us into, it's a new era as we've been told. And it's a call for us to allow ourselves to grow to transform, to mature, and to spend time with God as he calls us deeper into relationship with him. Because there's so much that he wants to do in this, in this next stage with all of us. There is so much he wants to do, but he needs our participation. He needs our letting go of the things he actually tells you to let go. Don't pack it in your luggage. Nick, there's so much you're going to find. <laughs> Don't pack it in your luggage. If God says put it down, put it down. I really do love you guys, and I am going to miss um, so, so many of you. Um, you're my family. You're my sisters and brothers, and yeah, so just go for the next phase. God is going to do amazing things. I have no doubt about that. So I'm really looking forward to great reports of, <laughs> of things that are happening here. Amen. Right. I, I just, um, as I sat back down, I thought, actually, um, I need to recognize something. Um, and I, if I didn't call it out, um, I'd like to do so now. And um, I'd like to ask you, please indulge me. Yeah. For me, all glory, all honor, all praise, all adoration, all power belongs to God. And so can you please join me just to stand and let's give the Lord a round of applause for what he's done in our life.
Thank you, guys. If, uh, if you'd like to grab your seat just for a few more moments. Um, Phil, if you could just um, chuck up the final photo. Um, oh, no, no, it's, it's, it's really not. It's fine. Uh, last night, as a team, um, we went out for our last supper together, and there were two ladies that didn't want to join us at the end, as you can see. Um, and... And at the end, I'm like, I should have said a speech, but I'm not really a speech sayer in those moments, as everybody will know. And, um, and Nigel's an amazing speech writer, and he lives in the world of West Wing in his head. And, and if he could be a speech writer, they are superb, as you'll know. If you've been on one of our thank you evenings over the years, Nigel and Helen do a phenomenal job of writing thank you speeches. And I'm not really that person. I'm, I'm sort of thankful. Um, but, no, I am thankful. And my point is this. I'm thankful for this team and who God has given us here as a church. And for these moments, and that in eternity to come, one day we'll all be sat around a table going, oh yeah, do you remember? Do you remember when we, were, we got our free bottle of wine? Um, <laughs> anyway, um, and Emma and I were talking about this afterwards, and I said, I probably should have said something, but, you know, I didn't. And then I suddenly remembered that earlier in the week, we were saying what would be really good to do. And so we're going to do that right now. And Because and I know I'm not very good at speech um, writing and in those moments I probably start crying so I thought why not make other people cry um, no I didn't think that um, a year ago Emma and I were in uh, Montana for 10 days with our friends Brian and Margaret and um, part of our wide family of churches and we were with those guys for Thanksgiving and they um, it was a real privilege just to go and see Thanksgiving never, never really understood what it was before but it was just amazing and we were sat around their table with um, Brian and Margaret and their their kids and their um, grandchildren. Um, and a year before, Brian and Margaret had just lost their eldest son in a motorcycle accident. We were sat around their table just a year later. And, um, and before we ate Thanksgiving meal together, pumpkin pie is delicious, by the way. I don't believe anybody that says it isn't. Um, they, said, they said, we're just going to take time to um, give thanks for... Um, something that we want to give thanks for before God and to one another. And it was just a really powerful time of just seeing a family who have been through a horrid situation, just honoring one another and honoring God in their life. Um, so I have tissues. <laughs> I'd like to invite Nigel and Helen, Alan, Sarah, M to just come and, you've got 30 seconds, because we're going to pray for these guys and then worship. Um, just to come and find a space along the front and to... Um, I'd like you just to, and they haven't even been prepped for this, by the way, so um, that's why I'm now filling time. But just something from the top of your heart that you just want to thank God for, not just Nicomotti, but just the, what he's done in this last season, that some of these photos and that we as a community have walked in together. So, guys, come and just share. Tissues are available. Um, you've only got like 30 seconds, so if you just cry for the whole 30 seconds, that's your go. Um <laughs> And maybe tears of joy, who knows? But um, so it's going to take somebody to start. I re they li really aren't prepped for this. Um, Nigel, I'm really good at this. Okay, he wants to go at the end. Sarah, uh, Al, tough. I'll take the mantle. Um, firstly, I just want to thank you guys for your friendship and your encouragement in the gospel. Um, when I walked through the door of this church 12 years ago or so, um, my life was in a bit of a mess, to be honest. And um, now I consider, you know, through friendship, through your love, through the love of many in this family, just, uh, just what God has done in my own life. Um, and I just want to thank you for your own encouragement, your wisdom, your discernment, your faith, uh, your joy and laughter. 
Uh, that Every Praise moment was one of my highlights with you guys over the many years, and we remember many meals at your house, so thank you so much. But just to us as a family, um, I just want to say what a privilege it is to be a part of this community. I look out, and every week when I gather, uh, we, when we go over to the east, I go thinking what an amazing privilege it is that we get to meet together every week and love one another and worship Jesus. And I just want to keep calling us into that to say it's a privilege to meet together. And let's not be a people that neglect to get to make the effort to get up and go and meet and gather together Sundays and at other points as well. But it is an amazing privilege to be the people of God on mission and to greet one another and to love each other um, and to serve one another. So I just want to say thank you to you guys and to us as a family just for the privilege it is of walking life together um, through ups um, and downs. So, And I haven't cried. Come on. <laughs> I'm also thankful for you guys, um, and I'm really not going to cry. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just love the fact that you start everything with, you know, in the Bible it says, da-da-da-da-da, and therefore, this is what God will do. This is his promise over your life, and you call that out in us, and you, your faith is just incredible. Your gift of faith to us has been, as a couple, has been awesome, and I just, I'm so thankful for God bringing you into our, into our lives. Um, I'm not going to say very much, <laughs> um, just because I can't. Um, I guess you guys just... Um, you embody um, just the values that we hold as a gateway and as a team. Um, in every way and you have always been there for our success um, and for the body to grow um, and, and most people will know I'm not a hugger <laughs> but I do like hugging you guys <laughs> so nobody else try <laughs> should go first then you don't already cry <laughs> Um, yeah, you guys are amazing, and uh, I'm going to miss your wisdom. I love that when I'm cross or fed up, or I just have to talk to Motti, and she, um, she puts me right, and um, I'm going to miss your goat curry quite a lot, too. <laughs> um... And just, yeah, that you just bring such truth and wisdom and maturity, and we're going to miss that. Um, I, mean, I just feel like it's such a blessing in our church that we sometimes take for granted the, um, also the diversity that we have amongst us, that we are called to be people from every nation and every tribe and every tongue. And um, just because Nick and Motti are going, we're still going to be every people from every tribe and we're going to pray in more people from more tribes and more tongues. And I just want us to be thankful as a body and recognise what a blessing that is. And sometimes actually that's harder. Sometimes we have to go, oh, culturally that's not how I would do it. But it doesn't mean that we can have to be offended by other people. But it's actually learning to love one another and our cultures, even though they're different. And I... Just what I'm so thankful for God that what he does with us and how he brings us together as one family and I, you know, and that we are a family. Um, we're not an organisation and we're not a club, we're a family. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. 
This is so hard. You could have given us warning. Um, oh, just seeing that dancing there, that, doesn't, that didn't just happen at Centre Parks. That happens often. If you go round to Nick and Motti's for dinner on a Friday night, we end up the four of us dancing in the kitchen. I, I don't know anybody else's house where that happens. So <laughs> it's amazing. Um, oh, we love you guys so much. You've been amazing friends to us. And this last leg of the journey, um, we couldn't have done without you, really. You've been there at some of the most difficult moments and we've kind of laughed and cried and yeah, you've spoken into us um, in amazing ways. And Motti the other day sent um, a prophetic word to us as a team for Gateway about, um, and um, it was about having kind of having new windows on what God was doing and actually having a wider perspective on uh, and a wider understanding and a bigger picture of what God's doing, really, not just our own little narrow perspective that we tend to have um, on what God is doing. And I just, as soon as I read that, I just felt like, that's what you've done with Gateway. That's what you've done with us. And actually what you're saying to us in that prophetic word is now go on and do what we've begun, really, because you've given us, I think you've helped us have a, a bigger view of God and of what he's like and of what he's doing and of the way he works with us. Um, well, I think we have, a, a, we, we have more faith. It's rubbed off on, off on us. We are, we are different because we are so different because you've been with us. Your shape has um, imprinted itself on us, really. Um, and we have more faith as a result of being around you. Uh, I think we have a higher value on relationships, and I think we have a higher value on church, actually. You are like champions of church and being serious about the, the church of Jesus Christ, and that's rubbed off on us. Um, so we just, yeah, thank you so much for friendship, for fun, um, for food. Oh, look, all Fs. As uh, the speech is coming now. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Uh, it's just not going to be on a West Sunday morning where we normally stand next to you guys. It's just, it's not going to be the same. More will have to come further forward. <laughs> but we love you so much. Thank you. Well done. That was impressive. No tears. Much. Um, isn't it good sometimes just to say that to one another, just to honour one another and say, I'm thankful for you because... Um, interestingly, maybe I am a speechwriter, it turns out. Because I am thankful, I had time to think about this, for friendship, your fearlessness, your faith, the fun that you bring, and the food that you serve. Um, come on! Is, is that how it works? <laughs> All right. Nigel, you can go now. Your work is done. <laughs> um, and I, I'm, this is a 30-second thing. It's funny old business leading a church and being part of a team because sometimes I feel like a child. Most of the time in my life, I feel like a child. Um, I know it's a slightly weird thing to say, but kind of like, why has God entrusted his bride, this part of his bride, to me and to us? Like, and... And you know you feel a bit like you've got a kid that's been given a sweet shop, and it's like, here you go, this is an amazing thing. And you're like, wow, this is, is such a privilege. And in my not-so-good moments when I'm like, I don't know, I'm not... Nick and Motti have been the biggest champions and affirmers of who I am, who Emma is, and who actually, to many of you in the body, who you are in God. And I think we need to inherit that when they go 
and make it our business to go out of our way and say, you are this in God. And to call out who we are in God to one another and speak life over one another. Because Nicomotti's um, impact and love towards Emma and myself in that, it has strengthened us. It has encouraged us in God. It has encouraged us in life. And all the things that we're saying, like, we want to thank God for what he's done. Just as Nick said, let's honor God above everything else. And, but God uses people. We are his agency and he uses us to build up and strengthen one another. And these guys have exampled that. I've, I've seen it. I've seen the way they go to people where things need challenging, where people where I need challenging, where, where things need calling out and picking up and, and strengthening. And it takes, it takes giving of yourself. It takes that cost of going towards others and preferring others. And so I just want to thank you guys for your love and support to us, to myself and Emma, to us as a team and us as a church. It's been invaluable. And I know God's going to reward you for it. And just to say, if your watches don't work in America, Nick, or your aftershave, leave them behind. I'll look after them. Um, they, they, they're the wrong hour. So um, listen, can I invite you to, pr- uh, to stand? We're going to pray for these guys. We're going to send them on their way. I'm not quite sure what the etiquette is of de-eldering somebody, but we're just going to bless them and send them and say, Nick, your work here is done. Um, so it's not about the stage you're standing up on here, but it's just a bit more space. Guys, if you come here, I'm just going to invite um, Tim, come on, um, come and stand up on the stage. Just going to invite the team just to come and um, pray. And, and again, just recognize that for this, these guys, it's not just Gateway family, it's, it's family with Jesse off at Durham and Tim studying in Bath. And they're, they're spreading out across the world at this point. So this is a real moment of um, moving on for these guys as well. So I want us to bless them right now in prayer and to just absolutely ask God's best upon them for um, closeness of relationship in this time and season that God's favor is just utterly upon them as they go from this place we want to I want us to raise our voices and champion them in God just as they've done so many times so please don't spectate right now I mean if you can come and find a space and a hand on somewhere that's appropriate and you want, if you're part of your, if your friends and family here with these guys, please do come and have a freedom to bless them. But come on, let's raise our voices, and then one or two of us will just lead in prayer. Come on, let's let's bless them, guys. Let's go for it. Okay, what we're going to do is going to raise up, lift our hands. Come on, lift your hand, point to Nicomotti, and say, "God bless them." Okay, we're going to raise our voices and say, "God bless them." Yeah, Father, we, uh, we just want to honour you for our friends, for our brother, our sister, for Tim and Jesse as well, Lord. We thank you for them. We thank you that our paths have crossed in your purposes. Lord, we thank you for the amazing way that you um, cause our journeys uh, to, to be orchestrated through life. Lord, we look on and we are amazed at what you do. Lord, we look back and we see your hand in all sorts of different ways. And Lord, we just thank you for all that you've done through and in 
and using Nick and Motti. We thank you for the blessing that they are. Lord, we lift them to you and we say, Lord, would you prosper them? Would you do them good? Would you go ahead of them to Seattle? Lord, would you pour out your spirit upon them? Would you increase them, Lord? Lord, these gifts that they are, Lord, may they be even more gifts in the next place where you put them, amongst the body where you're going to join their hearts in the days ahead. Father, we pray more faith, more power, more of your spirit, Lord. Anoint them as they go, Father. Place new things in their heart for the season ahead, Father, we pray. And I just believe that God would say it's it's not about what you're going to do. It's about who you're going to become in these next days. And Lord, the Lord is at work in you by his spirit. And he's done an, an amazing thing already. And Father, we just want to pray for more. Lord, we pray that they would truly become all that you've intended for them. Lord, uh, blossom them, blossom their gifts. Lord, anoint them, Father, as they go. Lord, join their hearts with uh, with new friends and new brothers and sisters in your purposes, Father. Lord, amaze them by what you do in the days ahead. We thank you and we say, Lord, more, more of you. Let your kingdom come in and through them in the days ahead. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yeah, I was just reminded for you guys um, of the scripture in Joshua. And God says to his people, I will not leave you or forsake you. And I just want to pray that over you guys, that he doesn't leave you or forsake you, but he goes before you. And I want to pray that over you, Tim, and Jesse, as he's not, he's not here, he's in Durham, but I pray that for you as a family, that you would know that he will never leave you nor forsake you, whether that's in Swindon or Bath or Durham or wherever else you find yourself across the nations of the world. His promise is, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But he goes with you, he goes before you, and we pray as you go to the nations, as, you get, as we release you to Seattle, we pray, God, go before them. Them. Lord, we pray for just peace and grace over them as they move and as they leave. Tim and Jesse, just in the UK, Lord, for all the emotions that goes with that, we pray, Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are the alongside one. Morty, I just want to pray that you would know the parakletos, Nick and Morty, for you guys as you leave Tim and Jesse here and you have peace about that in that way. There'll be, a, there'll be an anointing of the Spirit bringing peace over your souls and over your minds just as you go. I want to bless you in the name of Jesus. We release you into his plans and purposes into Seattle. We say, we don't know what the future looks like there, but the Lord does. And he goes before you and he will bless you. And we ask that whatever you turn your hand to, he will prosper you and that you will will find yourself blessed in his plans and purposes. We pray for you, Tim, and for Jesse as well. We pray as you study, as you give yourself to that, we pray that God would bless the work of your hands. We pray that just as mum and dad go to the other side of the pond, that you would know the grace of God upon you, that you would know his peace that goes before you, his peace in all circumstance. The peace of God will guard over your hearts and over your minds as well. And so we just want to thank God for you guys. We want to thank God for your investment and your sacrifice and your giving of yourselves to him first and foremost and to, uh, and to others as well. And we just, we just say as we release you, go and give yourselves to the people in Seattle. Go and give yourselves to the Lord your God there. And we bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Um, guys, just stay standing a moment. Parents, please, um, we've promised the kids' workers that we will collect um, children at quarter to 12. So if you're a parent here, please do um, go and collect your children and say thank you. Um, we're not quite done yet. Um, we're just going to um, carry on praying for a few more moments. Rodney wants to prophesy. And then we're going to finish with a song of um, celebration. Okay, Rodney, over to you. By the way, if you want to prophesy over Gateway, you go for it. <laughs> Two for the price of one. Hi, guys. Lovely to be here on your... Uh, your final day, I feel a real privilege and I feel caught up in the emotion of it. So I wish I'd known you. I've got to get to know you. You're the guys everybody wants to know in Gateway. 
But I felt God just dropped something into my mind, um, and I've put this together, and you've got to weigh it. Um, but I, I got the easy bit to bring it. This is the hard bit is to weigh it. But I was reminded of a, um, a story in the Bible um, to do with Moses, and the moment when he's uprooted from Egypt, he's 40 years old, and then, and then there's this moment where he kills an Egyptian, and he has to flee. Um, but actually... The next 40 years turned out to be a dry run for what Moses would be doing in the future. That's actually how it plays out. And Moses was going through his own personal exodus ahead of Israel's exodus. And so it was making Moses familiar with the experiences, giving him wisdom for when he comes to do it. So just a few of the similarities, I think they're important. It's the detail that's important. Now, the death, of Egypt, the death of an Egyptian led Moses to flee Egypt. Later on, the death of the firstborn will cause Israel to leave Egypt. Moses flees to the east. That's the same direction Israel will flee to the east. Moses spends 40 years in the wilderness, the same wilderness that Israel will spend 40 years in. Moses provides water for Jephro's daughters at the well. Later, he provides water for Israel at the same desert. You're beginning to understand. You're beginning to see this picture. In chapter 3, Moses arrives at Horeb, the mountain of the Lord. He meets God at the burning bush. That's repeated in Exodus 19, where he comes with Israel and they meet God at the same mountain. And you know, sometimes God allows or orchestrates life events to prepare you for a life calling. And no experience is wasted. And after 40 years, we find Moses tending somebody else's sheep in the wilderness. They're Jephro's sheep. It won't be long before Moses then tends another flock. That's the flock called Israel, where God says, you led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses. And this is it. This, is it. this brings it together. I believe you are about to start an exodus moment in your lives, which will be preparing you for a life calling. This is what God is up to. And it's the small detail of what you will be experiencing. You know, the small detail are carefully preordained by God, preparing you for the future. I know at times you might feel a bit confused, what God doing? You'll look back at these times, these years, and think how, how wonderful it was in the days in Swindon. But you know, God is at work for a greater life calling, and it's bigger than you can imagine right now. So see God in all the detail that you're about to experience. Thank you, Rodney. Um, just to say, a couple of things before it gets chaotic with parents coming back. Um, Andrew has a card um, for you guys to sign for Nick and Motti, um, what he made just um, so... And there's a book. We have a book. For, if you want to write a message to Nick and Motti and send them on their way, make it nice, please. Um, uh, and encouraging, but please do over lunch fill that out. Um, please do sign Andrew's card, and we we'll give that to these guys as well. Um, uh, not that, that's Alan, you want it for Alan? Okay, we're signing this for Alan. There's a book for Nicomotti. Sorry for my confusion. Thanks, Andrew. Okay, um, guys, we will finish in just a moment. We're going to finish with a song of worship. I just want to myself um, bless you guys. Um, can I invite you just to? Let's raise our hands. One of the things I know Nick has um, discovered about elding is it's not something you do, it's who you are. And you just do it. And Nick, we just want to say thank you that you've done it so well. And we just want to honor you before God. And so, Father, I bless 
these guys this morning and Jesse, we bless him this morning as well. And we thank you for Nick, for Motti, for Tim and Jesse and their friendship and fun and favour and food over these years. We thank you that they have given themselves to your people, that they have shepherded well, that Nick, you've shepherded well. You've carried God's people. You've, you've cared for them. You've cautioned them. You've cheered them on. And we bless you and thank God for your part in this family, in this flock. And we want to we release you from this full of faith that this isn't the stopping of, of your mission with God, but it's just another moment, another change. And so we release you into all God has for you guys in this next season of life. And we bless you as you go. And we, we go with you, yes, in, in friendship and in spirit, but we champion you in who God is and his plans and purposes. And even though the ticket's Amazon, we know that underneath the ticket, it's God's work, God's kingdom and God's purposes. So we bless you. We bless um, the work of your hands in this next season. Marty, we, we bless your new cake business in Seattle. We, we, we bless your church community that you're going to be such a massive blessing to and the joy of discovering a new um, family that you belong to. But we want to thank God for you guys and for your faithfulness that you have given of yourselves generously to us. And so we bless you in the name of Jesus. And we send you full of faith and expectancy that we know we're going to hear good things in God's hand upon your life in this next season. And so we honor you before God. And we thank God for bringing you into our lives and our family here for these last 12, 13 years. And we bless you in the mighty, precious name of Jesus. We say, go with him. Be full of faith and expectancy. We pray that God would lift your eyes. Motti, I just pray these first few months, God would surround you with friends so quickly that even as Nick's off traveling, that you would know the friendship and kindness of God, but that he would also expose that to you through others, uh, that you just make amazing, lifelong friends with. And so we bless you guys. And for Tim and Jesse, we bless you both. Tim, just seeing you standing there, and it's annoying you're taller than me, but I feel like God, I feel like God says that there's a stature upon you, and his hand is upon you. And I feel like he just wants to say it's not as a warning, but as an invitation encouragement. Stay close to him. Stay close to him, and he will raise you up. He'll raise you up. And boy, does this nation need young men and women full of faith who fear the Lord God and love him. And so, Tim, we just bless you. Guys, can we just honour Nick and Motti? Let's give them a massive round of applause. And-